Welcome to a new episode of Lighthearted. My name is Anna. And my name is Bracey. And we're two average gals chatting about what it means to grow. And (laughs) And we're doing a growth episode. (laughs) So how are you growing this week? (laughs) Oh my gosh. I had no idea. That's what you're going to say. I thought you were going to sing, we're checking in, checking in. That's uh, Anna's (laughs) jingle for this new series that we're planning on doing. A growth check-in. Yeah, exactly. It's beautiful. Um, How am I growing this week? This week, um, I have done a couple of meditations. Wow, that's new. I know. It is. I don't love meditation, but... My FGO for this month, given to me by Taylor, was to meditate for one minute every day. (laughs) I mean, that's, you know, that's a start. You got to start somewhere. It's so small. I'm like, why do I not want to do it? It's literally one minute. Um, (laughs) This is a recurring thing with you. This is a recurring thing. It's so easy, and yet I don't want to do it. And on the same topic, last week, Bracey and I were chatting and – just talking about the pod and, you know, just some, some feelings that we have around it and doing a little strategy session, all these things that, you know, are behind the scenes. And she very lovingly sent me a list of journal topics because I was talking about how my FGO for February was to journal. And I did honestly do like a pretty good job. Like I'm pretty proud of myself for how much I journaled. I did not do it every day. But I did it like 70% of February. I think that's great. And I don't think you should beat yourself up for not doing it there every day. I really am not. I had like a moment where I was like, Ugh, why didn't I just do it? But in general, I don't think I'm going to be a person that journals every day. I don't foresee that for myself. Maybe I'll turn into that at some point in my life. But I was talking to Bracey about how – I don't know why I'm saying your name <laughs> if, you're not, if, if you're not the person I'm speaking to. Um, I was talking to you about – my resistance to journaling. And so she gave me some prompts that I haven't done yet, but I am going to do at least one this weekend about just like what is hard for me around sharing and being vulnerable, but also like why I have such a resistance to journaling sometimes when I logically know that I'm like, I know that this is going to help me. I've done it many times before when I've needed to like get these thoughts out of my brain and it always helps. But for some reason, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I don't even want to be vulnerable with a page that no one is going to read <laughs> except for me. <laughs> I mean, like maybe throw it away if you're feeling some type of way about someone who may be reading it. I did used to do that when I was younger. When I had a journal, I would leave it in there for like a week and then I would rip it up into tiny pieces because I was so scared someone was going to read it. You could get one of those old school password journals. I had one of those <gasps> growing up. Oh my gosh. That's a great idea. <laughs> it made like a little noise, like the lock mechanism made like a little noise. So that it was very satisfying because you were like locking it or unlocking it. Nobody could get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. But everyone will guess that my password is like Mimi and they'll be right, you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> Somebody's going to hack you now. They are. They're going to hack me. But yeah, so uh, that's kind of how I'm growing this week. Just dibble, dibble dabbling into some things that are good for my mental health, but I'm resistant to. Are you trying different types of meditation or are you doing the same thing every day? Um, so far I'm just like listening to something. Okay. That's what, do you th- what are your other suggestions? I'm not awesome at like very formal meditation. And I think for a long time I really beat myself up about that because I felt like it had to be a specific way and like, yeah, 
I had to, my brain had to be totally quiet or whatever, or I was doing it wrong. And I don't think that's true. I think it's just the practice of like developing that muscle of like quieting your thoughts. And Mm -hmm. one of my favorite ways to meditate is, well, two, two different ones. Um, one is when I'm walking. So like just at the beginning of the walk or the end, I guess, turning off whatever, if you're listening to something in your headphones or whatever, listening to the birds and just like, just walking and not doing anything else, like let letting your brain take a break. And then the other one is at night, like right before I go to bed, I do kind of like some deep breathing. And I also think about like, I don't know if you've ever listened to a meditation where it's kind of like picture white light, like coming down through your head and like enveloping your whole body. It's like sort of like a visualization meditation, I guess. If you listen to any of those types of meditations, you can just kind of, I guess, freestyle, uh, which is what I do. I like try to do like a little bit of an energy cleanse and like settle my body down before I go to Uh sleep. Um, So that's, I would consider that a meditation. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I just need to try some different ones. Yeah. See what works for you. See what works. Yeah. Love it. Okay. What about you? How have you been growing this week? Well, I don't know if I have a big update. I will say that there's a lot going on astrologically right now. And I think it's, you know, treating people some type of way. Uh, and I mm-hmm. would include myself in that. Um, mm-hmm. I've had a little bit of an overwhelmed week, like just a lot of things going on in my brain, mostly like not even it's not like a significant change of like, I've got too many things to do and not enough time, which I guess right. is still true. But um, just like turning thoughts over too often in my mind. And I don't really have a solution to that yet, but I recognize the problem. I did do Step some one. journaling this morning. Step two. Um, so I think I'm in a period of my life, which I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about this moving forward with this growth check-in, but mm-hmm. I think I'm in a period of my life where I just have a lot of ideas and things I want to do and even like the energy to do them. But between time constraints and a baby who really likes to be held and all of the other things in my life that have to get done. It's like Mm -hmm. really, it's been hard for me to do the things that I want to do. And I know there's a way to get better about it, but I haven't haven't solved the problem. Yeah. But now listening to myself talk, I'm like, is it a problem or is it just like, it's just the way things are and it's okay that they're a little chaotic. I think some, many could argue the latter. (sighs) I mean, I guess so. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Okay. Give us your FGO update. Oh, yeah. Okay. So y'all did one in February. And Mm then when Seb and I listened to it, I was like, what if we did this? Which he was like, I don't want to – we're not like big rewards people. So we didn't put like a, if you do it, then you get this thing. Um, We're just like, this is a goal we have. You guys are intrinsically motivated. That's good for you. (laughs) I don't know that we are. We're just, we're not as committed to it as you guys are, I think is my point. (laughs) I just really want that $50. Uh, So my FGO for him was for him to work upstairs on our third floor renovation for three hours a week, Mm -hmm. which I think he did it the first week. He's definitely worked up there more often, which I think is a step in the right direction. That's all I really care about. Mostly because he has a hard time getting up there, I think is it. Like, Mm -hmm. once he's up there, he is good. Um, And he always feels satisfied when he's done. 
Like he's yeah. he likes to make progress on things that so makes him feel good. Totally. So that's it's been just nice. the getting started. Mm-hmm. And like scheduling in time now, I think for us has become a thing. Like when we have something we want to commit to, we do have to kind of schedule it in because one or the other has to cover the baby. Mm-hmm. So we're just, I think we're both a little bit adjusting to that type of thing. Like when we have something we really want to do, we have to schedule it in. And then his FGO for me was for me to do five hours of, he said creative time. And then when we started like, you know, talking about specifics of like what that would mean, he said Mm -hmm. the podcast couldn't count, which is tough because it is a creative outlet for me. But he he also knows that sometimes there's like the harder parts of the podcast that aren't fun and creative for me, I would end up counting those towards the goal. And that's not the point for him. So he was really, I think, intending it for me to be creating art, which good for him. He knows that I like to make art and that I almost Mm -hmm. never make time for it. But we settled sort of in the middle on like some of my interior redesigns that I've been working on. They, those can count. And then some of my Canva stuff that I've been working on, I'm designing a little bit of a mural, not like a mural mural, but like a um, text mural for our kitchen and some things like that. So I think five hours is steep. I think I met it last week, but this week I'm not on track to meet it. So yeah. we'll have to see how that works out. How have you been feeling like since starting it? Like when you are in those creative spaces, like is it – have you noticed an impact at all? I like that I am devoting more time to it. I okay. don't think that I'm able to focus the way that maybe you're thinking and what he was anticipating because – It's hard for me to find multiple hours in a row for me to work on something. Totally. And typically when I do, it's like, it's podcast work because that's what my priority is. But so it's, it's been more of like, let me pull up Canva on my phone and like finish this design that I was working on or, um, you know, the baby's sleeping. Let me paint this piece of furniture for 30 minutes. So I'm Mm -hmm. just like squeezing it in here and there. So I don't feel like the mental benefits I'm like really capitalizing on, but I am happy that I'm making the time for it. If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Also, I just kind of love that we're taking on this FGO. Like it's just, I feel like it's like a part of us now almost, even though like it's, it's like very new, but it just feels really natural. I really like this because I do feel like since somebody else is giving you the prompt, it's mm-hmm. getting you to do the things that you know you ought to do for yourself, but that you have a hard time making time for. Mm-hmm. And it's like the expectation from the other person is what makes it possible. Yeah, totally. So that's awesome. <laughs> Taylor, whenever he gave me my FGO, I was like, I need to think more about yours. And he's like, well, okay, I'm going to go ahead and tell you what yours is. And he told me and I was like, Okay. And then he was like, I'm kind of regretting like telling you before you already had yours because now I feel like you're going to come for me. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Maybe next time don't do that. Did you come for him? What is his? Um, his is that every morning he has to go outside for 10 minutes. Honestly, what a great one. I'm really not awesome at that, but it, that helps my mental health a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's like I'm picking things that I'm like, these are things he's talked about wanting to do so many times. But now that I'm saying like, this is your challenge, like now he's doing it. And mm-hmm. so he'll just go out in the morning for 10 minutes and get a little vitamin D and walk Mimi around the block. Like, and so it's been good so far. 
And I think it is making a big difference for him. And probably if he's like having a hard day and like doesn't want to do it, y'all have Mm -hmm. a balcony. He could just sit outside for 10 minutes. 100%. I, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think there's like a natural spot in this episode for this. But one of the things that I've implemented since having Delaney is do nothing days. And it happens like once a week. And if I wake up and I'm like, I do not have the energy to do things today, then I have Mm -hmm. a do nothing day. And basically what that means is I don't have any expectations for anything I'm going to get done except for the bare minimum, which for me means taking care of a baby, taking care of our pets. And I make myself go outside one time a day. And most of the time, that's just literally I just stand on our deck. But, Mm -hmm. you know, on the off chance that I do have the energy, I go for a walk, which is great. This so. is the kind of D&D that I can get behind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I think the, the regular kind is fun, too. But, uh, yeah, do nothing This day. is more my speed. I mean, it's kind of great because I feel like a lot of times I feel the pressure to do the things that are on my to-do list, like work towards them every day, which – I know for you consistent people out there, that's probably easy, but for me, it's not. And Mm -hmm. to take the pressure off of like, I don't actually have to get anything done today, but the bare minimum, it like really Mm -hmm. helps me in the long term, like be able to do things because I don't feel like I'm slogging through all the time. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Do you ever do nothing day? I do. I didn't know that it could be branded in such a cute way. Um, it makes it feel better, doesn't it? Like, I have yes. a, this is the whole thing that I'm doing. <laughs> it's a choice, not me exactly. being lazy. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, this was a scheduled thing for me, actually. Honestly, do nothing days are one of my most favorite things to happen. Like, you know, it's on a weekend, but when I have a day that I have no obligations, like that is such an amazing reset for me. Mm -hmm. And I love the idea of scheduling them because it's usually just like, oh, if I get lucky and it happens type of vibe, but I didn't think about choosing it. No, yeah, I I love that idea. Especially for you because you do have like, you know, a nine to five that you have to get to. I feel Mm -hmm. like scheduling them would be a great way for you to do it because I have more flexibility in my time. I can just wake up and be like, this is that like, I'm not going to get a lot done today because I I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. So like, let's just lean into it. I love that. Okay. So for this check-in, we're going to just go through some different categories, really all the big ones. Yeah. Just see how we're feeling about things. Yeah. How are you feeling? About parenting and family and all that jazz. I'm feeling pretty good about that. I think since we had the baby, we see our immediate family more often than we used to, which is great for everybody involved, I think. And parenting is more fun than I thought it would be. Like, I enjoy it. Um, I think that's not a narrative that you hear a lot. (laughs) Sure, there's hard Mm -hmm. parts, but, like, she's great. Like, she's a lovely child, and Mm -hmm. we just enjoy her. And to the point where we probably, like, drag her around too many places. But people are probably like, (laughs) oh, God, they brought their baby again. (laughs) But, um, yeah, no, we're having a good time. Are you open to sharing her little adventure that she had this week? Oh, yeah, we did her first swim lesson, which... I wanted to get her in as early as possible because our family has a lake house, like safety, swim safety was important to me. And Mm -hmm. 
the earliest they can go is four months. So she was like four and a half months and she was the youngest one in the class by far. But she loved it. She's kicking around and they actually do go ahead and put their face in the water even at the mm-hmm. first uh, the first lesson. So that was interesting. But she was happy as a clam. Did she cry or have any type of like reaction when she went under? Uh, No, she swallowed water twice, just a little bit and was kind of like, surprised, I guess. Yeah. So like, like, whoa, what's this? I wouldn't say that was a positive reaction, but she didn't cry or anything. Okay. Aw, she's gonna be a little swimmer. Also, babies in bathing suits are really cute. It's so cute. (laughs) Babies in bathing suits. That's funny. Okay, so then I guess on the family front, I would say my score is like an 8 out of 10. Like, pretty high. Yeah. Wouldn't hate it if she would start sleeping longer stretches at night. But yeah, other than that, no complaints. Okay, good, good, good. How are you feeling about family? Um, I'm feeling pretty good. I'd say maybe like, I don't know, like a six, a seven. Okay. We have had a little bit of like a surprise in our family, a little shakeup happening. So just kind of processing that and, you know, kind of going through all the, all the emotions, all the feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, but overall it's good. We're getting more into wedding planning, which we'll talk about here shortly. Um, but I think that's really fun to like share with my family and with Taylor's family because they're just so excited and have them be a part of it. I think it's obviously going to be really beautiful. And so that part I'm loving. Love that. And you just planned a family vacation. Yes. Yes, we did. Yeah, we're going to Hawaii in June. I oh, cannot wait. So <laughs> um, yeah, it, I'm, the countdown is on. And it's actually we're going to be there over Taylor's birthday. Wow, that'll be fun. It's, yeah, I think it's going to be fun. He's like, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> He's um, like, we can, Okay, Scrooge. Yeah. It's yeah, it's too bad. We're going to be doing something. But also, I'm like, I'm kind of like, we're setting things up for you, really. Like your 30th, we were in Banff. Your 31st, we're going to be in Hawaii. Yeah. Maybe this is just the new thing. We just to go on a trip for your birthday every year. I can be about it. Blessings of being a Gemini. <laughs> totally. <laughs> How's your romance doing? <laughs> My romance is just thriving. Everything is so wonderful. <laughs> it really is. Um, we, like I just mentioned, like we are finally wedding planning. Um, we're going to have a really quick turnaround time, which is just hilarious. And I'm like, we've been engaged for getting close to a year and we decided to wait to plan it until we could only give ourselves like four months of planning. So that's really <laughs> funny. We procrastinated and now we're like, oh crap, the, if the paper is due, we have to do it. <laughs> I mean, do, you got to do what you got to do, you know? Yeah, it's totally fine. Um, and it was very much motivated by the fact that we have been planning our honeymoon for several months now. And then my sister was like, listen, if you don't get married before, you can't have a honeymoon. <laughs> it is not your honeymoon. It's just a trip. <laughs> and so we we're like, all right. We can't justify like going on this big of a trip right now if it is not packaged as a honeymoon. So we got to, we got to get it together. You know what? You found a way to motivate yourself to do something that you weren't really looking forward to. So I think it's yes. great. Yeah. We're doing it. And I spent 
a lot of time in therapy last week talking about all of my anxiety around wedding stuff. And it was so helpful. I have been kind of teeter-tottering a little bit about this therapist and like if she's the right fit for me. But after this session, I was like, okay, I think this is like a different type of therapy. Like she has a different personality Mm -hmm. than some of my other therapists. And maybe that's why I was kind of unsure, but she is very action step oriented almost. Like she definitely like listens and she empathizes and she validates. She does all that stuff. And then she's like, okay, well, what are we going to do about that? (laughs) Yeah. She's not just like going to listen to me talk about it for three months. Um, So I appreciate that a lot. And she kind of helped me visualize what the wedding even is and like encouraged me and Taylor to talk about like the symbolism behind even having people there in the first place and like Mm -hmm. what it all means. And, you know, she was also like, you're a people pleaser to the nth degree. And I have no doubt that if anybody has hurt feelings over, you know, what you guys are deciding to do, because there are real actual financial constraints to putting, to having a wedding. Like Mm -hmm. if anybody is like, she's like, I, you would fall on yourself to make them feel better. So I have no doubt that it's going to all be fine and kind of helped me think about the fact that I'm just living in the past and in the future and like gave me some ideas about how to ground myself in the present because that's where we can actually like accomplish things. Like I can't do anything about the past and I can't do anything about the future and just agonizing over it is paralyzing me. Yeah. Um, That's interesting. Do you mind saying more about the ways in which you're doing that? Like what about the past and the future are you worried about? Yeah. I think, you know, in the past, like just thinking about things like times when I have hurt people's feelings, like not necessarily about like, you know, anything specific, but just in general, like that's Mm -hmm. just part of life, but it's something that is really hard for me to accept. Um, or just things around weddings in my family, um, that have been hard and, you know, thinking about my dad and like him not being a part of that and like that being hard and just, you know, going to bring about all kinds of emotions. And then also living in the future of like, oh, well, what if this What if we do this and then this person is upset? Or what if we do this and everybody thinks this is the most boring thing they've ever been to in their whole entire lives? That is not possible. I know. I know. (laughs) Not possible. I'm just going to keep telling you because I'm excited. I appreciate it. I'm ready to have fun. I think it's going to be great. I know. It's going to be great. And, you know, I was like, I just, it feels like so much pressure to be like creating an experience for people. and And I just kept saying that. And she was like, You've been to other weddings, right? And I was like, yeah, lots. And she said, have you ever been to a wedding and thought, wow, they created this experience for me? <laughs> what a like, great question. No, <laughs> I'd never think that because it's literally like about the two people getting married. But I always have fun at weddings. I love going to weddings. Yeah. There's even so much fun. Yeah. And they're so different and like yeah. they're never not fun. Totally. So it just, it was a very good session. I came away from it feeling much better and Taylor and I've had really good conversations about it. And so I think that is why, like literally just in the past week, we have been made able to make so much progress. That's amazing. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. Also, if you would like another journal reflection, which, Uh you know, I'm getting annoying at this point, but it's fine. (laughs) Um, You could write a list of like positive what ifs about the wedding. Like what if everybody has the best time and doesn't even want to leave. What if we... What if they all moved to Oregon because they loved it so much? Yes, that's a possibility. (laughs) It is. 
<laughs> probably a small pods what one, if it's there. they decide that they love me so much that they will follow me around the world every time i move <laughs> oh, wow <laughs> that would be that literally is my ultimate dream i know yeah your dream <laughs> is for everybody to move around with you and my dream is for everybody to move onto the cul-de-sac that we live on <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of like want the same we want the same thing ultimately but kind of in opposite just in a, in a different in a different way yeah, <laughs> yeah. Our values are aligned, though. They are. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. What about you? How's your romance? It's good. I feel like Seb and I have had more dates in the last few months than we ever have because we have people <laughs> who are basically just volunteering to take our kid. Like, 100%. She's so cute. Everybody wants to hang out with her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. So, this is facts. Yeah. So we've been able to like go out and do things by ourselves, which is kind of not something that we really made a lot of time for before. We just weren't big date people. Mm-hmm. And I will say that, I mean, parenting is obviously adju- an adjustment. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I found hardest after and specifically in like the first two months is not comparing and like feeling resentful because of the comparison between me and Seb because there's just a stark difference in being a mom and being a dad. Like, especially if you're breastfeeding, Mm -hmm. I was attached to a baby for like 10 or 12 hours a day and he just wasn't. And there's a big difference there. And so I feel like we had to work through some of that and a couple of other hiccups. And now I'm just really, it wasn't even bad while we were in the middle of it, but now I'm just like extra thankful that I picked a partner that we work well together and he's always so supportive and yeah i feel like we're in a great spot now so probably like nine out of ten yeah i know i realized i didn't rate it but i would say nine out of ten as well okay great (sighs) wow love romance Mm -hmm. how are you feeling on a scale of one to ten about friendship i feel pretty okay about this i feel like this is a category where i'm kind of like meh all the time but like we just had you know a friend night this week and i hosted it so like yeah that was pretty good so maybe like six or seven out of ten okay i feel like i'm still mostly keeping up with people just maybe at not the same rate as i was before sure which like makes perfect sense yeah i got to come to this friend night which i'm so thankful for like i obviously don't live there and i'm three hours behind you guys but i so appreciate like the opportunity to be included. And so I got to join via Zoom with our other friend, Julia. And it was just so nice. Like I, we had like such good conversations and it just was fun. I just had a great time. I was a little jelly of whatever snacks you guys had, but. I I feel that. I couldn't ship (laughs) taco dip all the way to Portland. Sorry. Um, It was fun because we've just set my computer up like, uh over the hearth basically so it was mm-hmm. like you and julia kind of completed the circle of girls in the room which was funny <laughs> but um just real cute yeah yeah it was great i would say on friendship i'm probably like a seven or eight maybe i think the friendship one is so funny to me because i mean we've talked about friendship a lot on here but like so obviously everybody if you've listened to any other episode you can guess that i have friendship anxiety or you know that but I would say at least in the last couple weeks, my friendship anxiety has been a little lower and I've, I'm good. getting better at like logically talking myself out of my anxiety when I'm like, 
oh, they probably don't care about me anymore or I'm just not part of the group or whatever. Like when my brain starts to like tell me these things, I'm so easily at this point able to be like, you need a shush because that's literally <laughs> not true and you have zero evidence to support anything that you're thinking. Yeah. Um, what evidence do you have? None. I have none. I have zero. Um, so I'm able to like squash that anxiety much quicker now than I used to be. So that's really nice. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. All right. How are you feeling about your career? I'm feeling really good about it. Mm. <laughs> I immediately, <laughs> I'm immediately think that's a lie. Um, Sometimes I think it's hard to be honest about this stuff to yourself, like to yourself, literally, not mm-hmm. even to the podcast listeners. Totally. And I am such an out loud processor. Same. Um, and so I, <laughs> I just had to say I was really good to know that it, that's not true. And it, it's not fully false. Like there are parts that have been good. Like work has been not slower, but maybe the things that have been coming up are not quite as intense. We have a little hiccup that has just come to light at work that could potentially cause me to have even more things to do at work, even though I already don't have time to do the things that are currently on my plate. So that is going to be very interesting and navigating that. And I do think one thing that has been good about this year is I have been better about saying like, hey, I don't have time to do that. Yeah. That's good. That's Mostly out of necessity. But so, yeah, I don't know. We're going to see what happens. So it might be an absolute mess. But at the same time, we have eight more school days until spring break. And we have 46 more days until the end of the year. So I can do this. You can. <laughs> also, what would you rate that? <laughs> um, I would say work is like a six. Okay. Well, actually, on the topic of being an out loud processor and like sometimes not understanding what's going on until you say something and then realize it's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized that I, in the moment of things happening, really downplay how hard things are. So I just, I, I should have known this, but recently I came to this conclusion because I was thinking back to the beginning days of having a baby and mm-hmm. the breastfeeding struggles we had. And I was literally in like pretty excruciating pain for the times she was nursing, which was like, again, like 10 hours a day. Yeah. I was just like, oh, yeah, it's it hurts, but like whatever. And sometimes it would be painful to the point of crying. And I I just like didn't think it was that hard. And now looking back, I was like, that was terrible. Yeah, that sounds absolutely (laughs) awful. Like, why did I not just why can't I be in the moment and be like, yeah, this is hard and I'm having a hard time. I don't know. Isn't that a fascinating thing that we do sometimes as humans? Yes. Do you think it's like a survival thing or like a protective thing that our brains just like automatically do? Yeah. I mean, I I probably would have said, you know, we're having some breastfeeding problems, but I just don't think I really internalized how hard it was until after the fact. I feel like the only thing you ever said to me about it was you're like, it's so much time. Yeah. Well, that too. (laughs) But well, never so. that it was like, wow, this is painful. Yeah. And I knew like logically that it wasn't supposed to be painful, but the lactation mm-hmm. consultant I was working with at the beginning kept telling me that like there was no problem. And yeah. now I'm now I know I'm like, okay, well, pain is a problem. Like you shouldn't right. be in excruciating pain when you're nursing your child. Absolutely. So anyways, career for me, which I would at this point consider parenting a mm-hmm. career and then also, you know, podcasts, et cetera. Yeah. But 
I feel pretty good. Other than the fact that I don't have the time or maybe sometimes energy to do all the things I want to do, I feel really good. So I'm going to say like eight or nine out of 10. Yeah, I know, at least on the podcast side, you've been pumping me full of G chats that are just little magic nuggets of things. I'm so excited for all that's to come. Yeah, mostly just like little ideas of things that Mm -hmm. I think would be good. And then I'm like, I don't have time to work on this. (laughs) (laughs) And kind of on that note, we are working on something really exciting um, that we're hoping to create like more of a community with this podcast. And so more news to come on it. Yeah. I feel like you and I have both been really excited about doing some other things with the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I also have heard feedback from people who listen who are like, I love listening to you and I want to be able to chime in. So like we're trying, we're working on a way for that to be more of a conversation that we can have, which I'm excited about. I am too. I think it's going to be great. Well, kind of on the topic of your side note that you just shared, how is your brain and how is your body? I feel like my body is pretty good. I guess, no, actually, I would say my body is really good considering I pushed a human out of it five months ago. Um, I have been able to start exercising some, which has been good. Not as much as I would like, but, you know, we're doing what we can. Um, one thing that has not been awesome, and this is probably mostly my brain and not that much about my body, but my brain tells me that when I have to put on a bathing suit for swim class, it's not, Mm. it's not pretty in there, you know? Yeah. So we're working on that too. And I feel like this week in general, it's been like a little bit of overwhelm and sort of feeling like I'm doing a lot of things and not doing all of them very well. Mm-hmm. which is hard. So I'd say like body feeling good wise is good, like maybe seven or eight out of 10. And brain is this week, maybe like five out of 10, like not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have been wondering something recently and I am going to ask you, Okay, how many thoughts a day do you think women have that are negative about their body? So many. Like every time you pass a mirror, right? Yeah. I don't think I'm the only person who thinks about it a lot, but I'm like, what is normal? Is it normal to have like 40 thoughts? Is it normal to have 75? Like what is like the average amount of negative thoughts that women have about their body every day? Yeah. I think it probably varies too. Cause now I'm thinking about we take so many more pictures than we used to. And so mm. seeing myself in pictures is hard. So I have more now than I did. But I think it's just opportunity. You know, like I have more opportunity to see myself. So it's like, yeah, it's never good in there. I know, man. And this is like a topic that you and I both, I think are, I don't know if passionate is the right word, but (laughs) we're interested in talking about and we are wanting to talk more about it. And we're going to talk more about it because I know that it's something that every, honestly, I do think everybody struggles with it. I don't think it's specifically women. I just think there's more cultural narrative around like women's bodies specifically and less about men. But I think men have the same thoughts a lot of times too. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, how are you doing with your brain and your body? I feel kind of similarly to you. I would say my body, I've, other than like, I've been having this like hip pain, which makes me feel so old. (laughs) Um, That's kind of like residual from stuff that has been going on in my leg for like a year almost now, but I graduated from PT 
recently. Wow. So that was good. And so it's just like keeping up and doing my exercises like once or twice a week. And mm-hmm. I have some stretches that make it feel a lot better, but it's just annoying, man, to have like a part of your body that just like aches every day. Um, I did hear somebody say something to the effect of if you knew you had to live in a house the rest of your life, like how would you treat that house? And then apply that same logic to your body. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting spin on that. Yeah. It's like you literally live in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your and body like, is your house that you never leave. Yeah. And what kind of maintenance are you doing on it? You know, totally. But I've been doing a lot of strength training this year. And well, I kind of like started in December, but I've been going to the gym and lifting weights like at least three times a week, but usually like four or five. Wow. Um, look at you. And it's been really good, like for I think my mental health and my physical health, but oh, you know, our brains are sneaky mm-hmm. and they're mean sometimes. And so I definitely mentally struggle with that. You know, like the other week, I was like, I feel like I've been working so hard for like two months and I look exactly the same. Like I I at least I feel like I don't look my body doesn't look any different, but I know I'm getting stronger. Um, yeah. like I can lift more weight and so that part is good. So it's really just trying to shift my focus to, you know, the positives and trying to quiet those nasty thoughts that are in there. Yeah. Um, It's tough. It's an ongoing struggle. Growth opportunity. It is. It's an FGO every day, really. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so I would say body wise, I'm feeling like an eight or nine if most of the, yeah, most of the time. And then brain, I would say maybe like a six or seven, kind of just depending. Um, Isn't it fascinating too that we feel good in our bodies, but then our brains tell us that our bodies aren't good enough? Mm -hmm. You know, isn't that crazy? Because it's not like in my case, I, you know, am exercising, like maybe not as often as I would like, but I am exercising and I'm also eating arguably healthier than I ever have. Um, Yeah. I will say I'm eating like more, which I think is effing with my brain a little bit, but I need Mm -hmm. the extra calories for the breastfeeding. So it's just fascinating because I don't feel bad in my body, but I feel like my body is bad. Yep. Well, and I feel like because I'm working out so much more, I'm hungrier. So I'm eating more. (laughs) Yeah. The eating more really messes with your brain because your brain, I think the way we're raised is like, you shouldn't eat much. Like, you shouldn't. Even Mm -hmm. if you're hungry, you shouldn't. Right. You should only eat this like certain amount of day. Yeah. If you want to maintain or get this certain body that our society has deemed the best body. Right. Which Ugh. obviously this conversation is just reaffirming for me that we have got to have Julia back on so she can knock some sense into both of us. Absolutely, Julia, we need you. Um but yeah, I don't know. Do you feel like What's your like overall score right now of like all the things we just talked about? Like what's your average, would you say? This is a tough one because I feel like before, if you had asked me this like two weeks ago, I'd be like, I am crushing it, like probably an eight or nine out of 10. And this mm-hmm. week I've just had a hard week. So yeah, maybe like seven overall. Like I'm not going to totally discount it, but yeah. What about you? Yeah, I would say seven, maybe maybe 7.5, but I don't know. But also I'm like, is seven bad? It's not like- bad. That's like kind of okay, right? Well, like, I think you're. I think that's great. I feel like anything <laughs> over six, you're doing a good job. Okay, yeah. And it's not like you're doing a bad job if you're doing less than six. That's Just like true. I know it doesn't feel good to be at a less than a six. You know? Yeah, it doesn't. Wow, I feel like we just ended this episode on like such a downer, but 
That's just real. We're being honest. Also, (laughs) I'm hoping my takeaway for listeners after this is please go through and think about these categories and like give yourself a score and find the places where you have room for improvement. Yeah. I think this is a good, I'm pretty sure we've done this exercise for the new year check-in once, maybe. Um, but I think it's a good exercise to do every so often because it really helps you track like what's working and what's not. Yeah, I totally agree. And if you're out loud processors like us, like have a little chat about it Yeah, because there might be areas where you feel like you're actually doing better than you think or areas where you're doing worse than you think and they need a little more love and attention. And look out for a way that we can all have these conversations coming soon to the lighthearted pod. Absolutely. If you have any questions, send us an email at lightheartedpodcast at gmail.com. And be sure to follow along on Instagram for some new updates there at lightheartedpod. Talk to you soon. Bye.